0: Everybody, how are you today? Welcome to the Ralph Graves uh, Jr. podcast, YouTube, wherever you're watching. So glad that you decided over the million podcasts to listen to, you decided to listen to mine. Over all the videos on YouTube, you decided to watch this one. And I am forever grateful. Now, if you want to, if you like what you hear today, um, hit subscribe, yeah. like it, something. We just got a good time. I'm sitting here with my friend today. My friend, Pastor Chuck Mitchell of, uh, let me say it right, Clonmel, or Clamel, United Methodist Church in Gibbs down. Now, Right I,
1: now, Ralph, you could probably say it either way, and it's probably the right way to say it. I mean, I don't
0: know. <laughs> Chuck, man, welcome, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. Man, you know, I've done all these type interviews man, with different people and artists and all from singing from singers, but I'm a pastor, and I had to get another pastor on here with me today i've done it with coaches i've done it with everybody else but man i just want to talk to you today man because uh Thank you know what we do is unique <laughs> and I, I think that uh people need yeah. to to gain a little bit of insight on what, and and really there's some struggles yeah and and you got to have other pastors to talk to man and dude you ever think we'd be pastoring in a pandemic man no no and i haven't i never thought i mean
1: listen we all there are things that there are things that you and I, as pastors, as leaders, right? Yeah. There are things that we expect, right? right. There, we understand that things like this may happen, but <laughs> maybe not a pandemic, right? Right. Yeah. Like maybe you know, maybe a recession, or yeah. you know, um, you know, a terrible election year, or whatever, right? Right. Right. Yeah. But we, I, I never ever thought. I mean, I. You said to me recently that you've been doing this whole live stream thing for a while now. Yeah. I was pushing for it for a while too and then we were kind of forced into it.
0: Yeah. And so,
1: no, I never ever thought I'd be operating in a place of pandemic where there are people who are generally afraid, and I get that, you know, of what will happen, how are we going to do this church thing, you know. Um, So that, yeah, that's all brand new. I've been like reading, I've been, I've been (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've been subscribing to things and reading things and watching YouTube
0: videos and yeah. You know, so and, and yeah. like everybody else, man, you yeah. know, I, people want us to be experts on it. <laughs> whatever, whatever we do, and I found out that whatever we do is wrong. Yeah, yeah. If 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 the church is open and yeah. it's with meets the state guidelines, we're yeah. wrong. Yes. Yeah. If the church is closed, we're wrong. Yeah, yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> just not going to be right. Just not going to be right. And, and that was the thing. So one of the things I, I sent out will survey just to get a sense of you know who's going to be here, who's not. Yeah. You know, what do we? You know. So, max we can have fifty people. Right. That's all. That's Social right. distancing. Right. That is. You know, marking off, roping off pews, whatever. Right. I say i a survey. Um, are will you be there? Won't you be? You know, you won't be there. How'd and, you make you know, out with that? I, I not. I didn't get that many responses. <laughs> no, we're not. I, was, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm expecting about 25, but people are like, "Well, can we have it at a different time?" I'm like, "No, we're doing one worship." Yeah, we're yeah. doing one worship gathering because we don't know who's going to show up. This is yeah. a soft. This is a soft opening. For right. Yeah. yeah, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So you know, I this is my anticipation. I'm I anticipate the younger, and I say younger like 40 somethings. Uh-huh church you know i expect them i right. expect those folks the 40s and 50 somethings to come and right right and and, and and be a part of this but yeah i mean it's yeah no matter what you do it's going to be no nah, we're, we're wrong we're wrong and 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 the worst part about it ralph is you're going to be wrong if you tell people to wear a mask and you're going to be wrong if you tell people if you say you know what don't worry about wearing a mask yeah yeah you know um I, what I have found, though, with this whole thing is that people, I think, you know, we, <laughs> I don't know about you, Ralph, but, you know, the longest time I thought, oh, people are coming to worship because they want to, they want to sing and they want to, <laughs> and they want to hear the message. Like, I'm, I must be this incredible preacher just drawing people in, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. beginning to realize it has nothing to do with that. Well, first of all, you are a great preachers. Thank you. Thank, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> <that>. But... <laughs> People are, yeah. I think people are dying just to be in relationship again. Yeah. And I'm are. realizing that th- that's what the pandemic is defined for me is yeah. what are oppor- what are ways that we can nurture or we can coordinate people to be still in relationships even when they can't be or they have to socially distance.
0: Yeah. And you know what, the, the, the Zoom stuff, I'm saying Zoom, go to meeting. All those other platforms, man. What's it called? Microsoft, whatever it's called. I don't know. Yeah, the Google Hangouts. Google. Yeah, all that. It's cool, man. But it's not. No, it's not. It's not. I mean, you ever try to hold a Bible study on Zoom? I mean, I. I have. I. I. I I do every Wednesday, and I love. I love my people. Right. (laughs) I do. But if I gotta hear the dog barking, the toilet flushing, you you know, I've had people setting up the Zoom. This is hilarious, and they didn't know they're on. Drop something and just start cussing, and I'm sitting there. I, I, I was doing, I was doing was doing a
1: Zoom with pastors. Uh huh. Pastors, right, right. And this one pastor, and I'll name him Kevin. If you ever listen to this, I'm talking about you, my friend, <laughs> Kevin Davis up North Jersey. I love you, but I'm going to speak to it. He let his parrot talk throughout the entire time. You know what I Come on. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I can yeah. do that. I can say that to him now. I didn't really know him back then. I can say right. that to him now. I'm like, right, come right. on, Kevin. <laughs> yeah,
0: <I know. laughs> you know, so it's difficult because when we're together we're worshiping together right? and and we're worshiping. And there's is something in the atmosphere, but when you're doing the zoom and you're, you're you're Bible studying and uh, you're trying to stay connected, you got all kinds of things going on. Even me, you know, you might hear the ice machine in the back. I mean, you got all kinds of stuff. So I I agree with you. People are just looking to find ways to connect safely, especially in the area of, of, um, christendom in the church body and it's not it's it we are not perfect by any stretch of the imagination we got all kinds of stuff that we need to do we need to work on but i miss it now i i have i have two services and and both of our services are packed they're 50 50 wow. and um the, the 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 folks are wearing masks we're still live streaming at home um I appreciate the folks that are still at home watching and being involved and interacting. And um, you know, some folks will stay home just so some folks who are not computer savvy can have their can have their seat. Our our ushers and greeters they do a fine job. And we tell people when you come in again, yeah, I, you gotta wear the mask. And I know people are upset with that, oh. but.
1: Oh, yeah. I it's know
0: that. the state guidelines,
1: all right? So I you- and I'll be honest with you. There are moments where I even leave my car to jump and go to Wawa to grab a coffee, and I'll forget oh, my have to go run back to my car. Oh, so I man. Forget, I yeah. get that, like, when I'm outside, I'm not wearing it, right? I don't right. want to wear I'm at a baseball tournament or whatever. Right. I'm not wearing it unless I'm, like, this far away from you. Yeah. And I get it. I mean, I get masks are difficult to wear because yeah. it's a mask. Yeah. But I reminded them, like, hey, folks, we're going to sing through these masks, and this is just how it's going to be. Yeah,
0: and well, I spent. I, speaking of masks, I man, I spent money, man. I got. Did you really? I got. I got some good masks for myself. I got the ones with the vent because I couldn't stand that cloth, right? Oh, okay. Chuck, they got the yeah. vent. Yeah, I can talk to them. I sound like myself. Really? They got the velcro in the back, go around the okay. ears. Everywhere I go, people, oh man, that's a nice mask. Now it took them twelve weeks to get here because, of course, they came from China. <laughs> where the coronavirus supposedly started. But I had them off of social media. Well, as yeah. a matter of fact, it's in the car. Got him off of Facebook. But it's, okay. it's, you know, it's a wonderful mask. I'll send you a picture when we get off of this.
1: Oh, and I, have I, like my, I have my Eagles cloth mask. Do you? So- when yeah. you talk though the
0: math, the, the cost, matters. No, you
1: going. can't. It's it's really difficult to hear. So when I've had to do funerals for families, yeah, whether graveside or whatever, I pull yeah. that thing off and yeah.
0: I yeah, step, yeah. step
1: back and yeah. you know I try not to spit when I talk and
0: yeah, all that you know, all all that good stuff. And I have been going back to going back to church service. I, they've been abbreviated. I don't keep people long. You right? Know. Yeah, but you you said that to me before, Ralph,
1: and I thought yeah. for me when you and I talked. A while ago, you you said, you you that kind of spoke a little bit of life into me, right? Yeah. All right. So, you said to me, he goes, Chuck, I know who's in my congregation. Yes. And I know that if I'm doing my job right, there are people who don't come to church who are coming to church. Right. So, I need to keep it. Right. I need to keep it to like an hour, hour five, hour 10. Right. And not do the typical hey, let's preach for 40, 45 minutes kind of thing. Nah, they, they I, know who's in my, I know who's in my pews. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're right. I've been, yeah. oh, man, It, and I tell you, I I just start. So, you know how when you first start someplace, you kind of build a foundation, right? You right. Build, you have to build those relationships. Of, yeah. of, of, of but like you, so you preach on forgiveness, which I did, and you build this foundation of what they're going to understand about forgiveness so that when you come back to it, maybe later sermon series, you don't have to continue <laughs> refer to it. You know what I mean? Right, so it's right. like, I've, I've been, I've been taping, you know, we've been taping those messages re- pre-recording ahead of time.
0: Yeah.
1: And Lonnie's been like, hey, Chuck, um, yeah, you went like 40 minutes. I'm like, oh, I don't want to yeah. preach 40 minutes. I want to preach 25,
0: 30. Right.
1: Right, but it's it's been difficult coming here because I feel like I'm rebuilding a foundation, so that yeah. when I was at my other place, I didn't have to do that as much. But yeah. no, you're right about that. I, I'm we're I'm we're going to keep things abbreviated. We're going to sing a couple songs. Yeah. I'm gonna pray, yeah. we're going to do we're going to mention the offering. Right, and and then I'm going to read the
0: scriptures and I'm going to preach, or I'm going to yeah. preach and read I, scriptures at the same I, time. I think we're able to do that because because of. Social media, because of electronics devices, right. you can get the church notices. You can find out what the church is doing on the church website. Right. I send out emails during the week to keep people abreast. Like, we're, we're planning a, a tent revival September 5th. Okay. Going outside. Our, our plan, and if you're watching this and you're a believer, even if you're a non believer, but if you're a believer, I, I want you to join with us in prayer 100 souls coming to Christ. Mm. We are praying, believing, and expecting, 100 souls in our neighborhood, in our city, that they might come. To, that this is not a church recruitment event. I don't care what church you go to. Right. I want you to come to Christ, and we will send you to the church of your choice. Right. You know, all right? it's not. It's not a church recruiting thing. That's no. not what we're about. We're we're <laughs> kingdom people. No. We're yeah. You know, and so um, so we're planning that outside, and so you know again, um time is of the essence, how we do it? how do we do it safely? you know we got the largest tent that we could get to make sure people are spaced out. We have first, so doing all of these things, man, it yeah. brings you have to you have to be so strategic now, but there is still a way to share the gospel. Now back inside, I try to keep our church services to 75 minutes again, right we, we, all the announcements and all that stuff, especially in the African American church back in the day, announcements was huge. Somebody stand up and be twenty twenty minute announcements. I don't know if it was like that in Methodist Church, but it was. Um, so, uh, more south you get, uh huh. In New Jersey, the more south you get, the more that happens. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it does. So now it's like, hey guys, check the website, check the yeah. emails, and yeah. we go right into what we came out here to do. <laughs> but this is crazy, man, and 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 I, and I, I, you know, this this whole pastoring thing, man, and, and um. You ever think about? And I, I talk to you. You kind of, you know, you don't know it, but you kind of my my therapist on some stuff. Uh, you ever think about, man? You know, I'm a church planner. You have you have taken over some churches that were dying or dead, and and having to rejuvenate them. Yeah. You know, and people talk about church hurt all the time, but I don't think anybody gets hurt as much as pastors do, right? And I and I <laughs> and I say this. I, over the 14 years of, of pastor of Cornerstone Community Church, it'd be 15 in January. Do you ever think about all the people or what the church, what your particular, or what, not only your church, or what would have happened in the area if folks that came stayed? Yeah. What it would really look like, the ministry that could really be done. Now, I, I know I, this is God's thing, right? And I will I got to give God the praise. He, I'm a church plant and he waters us. Okay. There, there are people that have come to stay. There are people that have come through, but Chuck, man, for me, it's always been the people that I really was excited about and counting on and they'll come for about 18 months. Yep. And then not only, or they'll come for two years, right? Or they'll come sometime, but they'll, they'll come and it's not like they left to go to another ministry, which I would be ecstatic about. Right. Right. That I took part, I was able to take part in the spirit. They'll just leave. And, hey, man, you might see me in the street. Where are you going? Uh, nowhere. We're, you know, we're watching stuff online at home. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but still call you pastor, which is, belie- I haven't seen you in oh, yeah. four years, but I'm still yeah, your no. pastor. I
1: don't get that. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, that's because you're gonna be there just in case there's a need, right?
0: Yeah, because I was there when the marriage was falling apart. Right. I was there to 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 bury mama, I was there to pray over the sick. I was there but now I, I need your help to come alongside us and do ministry and you're yeah, nowhere to be found.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And I think it I think I think the biggest hurt sometimes with all that and so I, you know I did hospice for nine years, so you kinda of yeah. grow yeah. go a little bit of a um I don't want to say an edge or a, 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 a little bit of a tougher exterior. Right. right. Um, you learn in hospice that everything's temporary. Yes. You yeah. know, yeah. even though God's eternal. Right. Even though, <laughs> even though this is just a temporary place to be, you know, God, yeah. God's eternal. God's got this, got yeah. this place for you. You know, God's got this peace for you and got this wholeness and healing that happens. Right. You kind of build up this, a you know, little bit of an exterior where you just, you you don't get bothered by it right, nearly right. as much as you used to, but I think I think you said it right. I think what bothers you the most is when you've invested time in people.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. And and I th- I think it's I I, I, I don't know I, I don't know if I'm going to step on people's toes with
0: what well, is what this you're supposed that's what this podcast is about. Right.
1: I think people get very consumeristic with their approach to church. Yeah. What can you give me right now? right. That's going to help me right now. Right. And I always talk about this idea of not this idea, this, this grace thing that we preach so much about and this good news that we hoard grace, right? We take all this grace in and we don't breathe it back out. Right. 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 People are taking everything, the worship experience, the scriptures, the relevant messages, um, our best to answer the tough questions about what it means to trust in our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ, this cross yeah. and this resurrection, yeah. and we begin to go again. And I've I've been butting up against this so much recently. It's not about my personal relationship with God, even though it's about my relationship with God. Yeah. It's not about my personal relationship with God. It's about right my, our relationships with others. Yeah, yeah, and. I I don't think people see that. I think the pandemic has given us anything. The pandemic has given us this. The pandemic has made us realize that we're no longer a building. That we're a people. That's right. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that's what's been coming out of it. Now, people are still... Watching things online, like they're going to watch you, and then they're going to move on to watch something else, right? Right. Or they're going to watch somebody else in the first thing in the morning, and then they're going to come and watch. They're going to come and watch Ralph, right? Right. They're going right. to watch Pastor Ralph. They're going to come and hear him preach. Yeah. Because nobody else preaches like Pastor Ralph. Nobody right. connects with me like Pastor Ralph. But right. then here's what the deal is: What's going to happen when we're ba- allowed back into the church? Are we going? Are we going to do ministry again? Or just people are going to expect this unbelievable worship yeah. and not this kingdom building, right? Right. And so it's it's about this mentality, and it's been going on for a while, Ralph. This isn't yeah. just a new thing. This isn't just yeah. a you and I, our generation thing. It's been going right. on with our parents' generation, your dad's generation. You knew that, yeah. my parents' yeah. generation. The yeah. people, you're starting to see this idea of I'm consuming. Yes. I want it my way right away at Burger King now, right? right. I, I,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> That's how yeah. people approach it. They approach God That's the same people- way. So when somebody leaves after being with you for two years, it's like, all right, well, it's, I, can, I can hear the same thing that you're preaching right now. I can go watch it online or I can watch you online. Yes, yes. There's no, um, you said this at the very beginning of your pod, our podcast. You said there's something about getting people, when they worship together, there's something that happens when we gather together. Something happens. Can't explain it. Something happens. Um, yeah. Two or more gather in my name. I will be there. Also, right. right right this idea that God is fully present when we are in relationship
0: yeah,
1: yeah. and that for me I'll be honest with you that's absolutely crazy I, I, I that's that whole grace thing again I don't yeah. really my head yeah. around um it's it's absolutely wonderful it's great and I'm like God you're you're limiting yourself to us Yeah. are you kidding me right now right but something happens and something even bigger happens when we go outside the building to be in ministry to our community. Yeah. Another. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. you, you try to get people to, people want to eat the food that we're giving out. Right. Right. But people don't want to come and serve the food that we're giving out. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it, yeah. it, <laughs> I don't know how to butt up against it. I mean, i let you continue to preach the same messages over and over again and right. continue to recruit the heck out of things and continue to recruit people. And, and get right. people excited about a vision and get people yeah. excited about, Hey, you know, we're going to connect, we're going to connect others with Christ and one another and our relationships with one another. We're going to cultivate them in their faith and we're going to grow them up spiritually and emotionally and, and 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 we're gonna you know we're gonna care for our community in the name of Jesus and it's yeah. exciting and it's awesome and it's wonderful and you got to repeat yeah. that vision. I mean, that's the one thing I've learned from you, but also John Maxwell, this idea that you have to repeat that vision every thirty days. You have
0: to, you have to, you, you have to, man. You know, one that, of the things, yeah. man, that that I definitely, um, you know, this this Christian walk and, and I, it's it's a relationship with yeah. Jesus Christ, right? It's a relationship, so. It's not a religion. It's a relationship. If I say I love the Lord and my salvation was made possible by the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ, I believe exactly. all of that.
1: Yeah.
0: I need to love what he loves. Yeah. Yes. Don't I? Yeah. Exactly. I? I mean, it's like, you know, when you're, you're married, man, I've married a long time. I've learned to love yeah. what my wife loves. And so, in other okay. words, what's important oh to God. her is really. important to me. Exactly. So right. yep. as, I, as I read the Bible and I grow in Christ and I yeah. find out yeah. that this, here's the funny thing, right? My, my, my prosperity, my breakthrough, my healing has never been God's number one priority. <laughs> it's not. It's not. We, we think it is. <laughs> I, think I, I think I may have mentioned that on
1: Sunday morning. Yeah. I literally may have said to him, God didn't come to save us from our vulnerabilities. No, he didn't. God came didn't. to work in those vulnerabilities to bring about humility in our lives
0: right. so that we value others more than we value ourselves. Exactly. And I think that maybe that's not being taught enough, preached enough. Maybe I, I did a radio show. I do a radio show and we talked about the, yeah. it, the difference between interest and commitment. I think many people have an interest in God and have an interest of what's going on in the church. And you can hold that interest for about right. three years. But when it comes to commitment, yeah. out the door. Yeah, I want Christ to be committed to me. Yeah, But I don't want to be committed to him through serving, through giving, through leading others to Christ, but helping, for being available. I think that there is... Wow. There is that fine line between interest and commitment. We have a lot of, and I'm not saying that interested people. There are even very interested people. I'm not saying I don't love them, and I not Right? Don't,
1: no, no, I get that. But, and
0: I, I'm with you. But what you just said, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, um, we expect Christ to be committed to us. We do. Yeah, yeah. So be with me, right? Isn't right. that our prayer? Right? That's Isn't our prayer. That, that's you' with me. Right, right. Even if God's already with us because God already committed through God's covenant through the right. cross and the resurrection. Right. We ask him to do stuff he's
0: already us. doing. Right? right. Right. Yeah. But we're not committed to him. No. Or I can be committed to him from, from bedside Baptist or Math or right. <laughs> Mattress Methodist. Right? right? I can be committed to him here. But you know, commitment means sacrifice. Ooh. Commitment means loss. Yeah this relationship with Christ and my sacrifice to him is matter of fact, Jesus said, if you lose your life for my sake, you'll find it. You yes. want talking about physically? No, no. Put what you want aside, learn to line up into my will. And I'm going to introduce you. I'm even going to give you new desires. You're going to want things you never even knew you wanted before. And they are already been made available. But when it comes to that commitment, man, I think that's where folks don't want to cross that line. Like I have, I I pastor a pretty large congregation. Love them. When we do this tent ministry or this tent revival, only the committed will be there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Isn't it funny, though, when you look at the Gospels, right, you look at any of Paul's letters, you look at any of John, Peter, whomever, whoever's writing these epistles, the Gospels, right, you're looking at, you know that these Gospels and these epistles are being written to the church people because of their inability to commit fully. Right. Yes. Yes. So 1 Corinthians, right? Paul's <laughs> writing to the fact that Paul said, y'all got these spiritual gifts. Yeah. But it's not about you, right? Yeah. It's not about a competition about what I have and what you don't have. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the Israelites wandered around the desert for 40 years because they couldn't get they couldn't commit. So that this what so we're talking are we- about today oh, is not new. It's not new. It's not listen. new. And that's what kind of like, I, I don't want to say I literally slam my head against the wall. Yeah. But yeah. those are the moments where I'm saying,
0: God, this has to be a calling because yeah. there's no way I would, there's no way I'd be doing this right, right. now. It got to be a calling and it is a calling. And I remember when I was first called, I told one of my, I told one of my, my mentors um, who I love, he said, man, listen, you're the called or you're crazy. So I, I believe that you're called, you know, you got to be called and, 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 and Pastor Chuck, you ever run into people who say they want to pastor? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. yeah are, are I, you, I, don't, I don't know what you're You don't you you know what you you're know what you're yourself,
1: asking for. When, when you know you're getting yourself into. <laughs> right. I'm meeting with, a, I'm with a, a buddy of mine who is a, he's a West Efford um, high school teacher. Okay. A good man. Uh, he, I, I'm telling you, he loves the Lord, and he is making so many impacts. Right. In, in at, at the high school. Yeah. Relationships. Yeah. And he's now assisting the pastor at his, at a larger congregation. In okay. There. Okay. And I, so often when I look at him, I'm like, dude, you, you're going to have a good pension. Yeah. You finish out this run. You're 51 years old. You could, yeah. you know, you're 52 years old. You have another 10 years, maybe.
0: Yeah. Do you really want to do this? Don't tell me That's- he's thinking about leaving his job.
1: No, no, no. He'll stick with his job until he oh, retires. Okay. And then he'll continue to pastor. But I'm like, right, right, and that's right, why right. I tell him, don't don't quit your
0: job. No, that's what my dad told me. He said, let me tell you something, son. God's people are fickle. God's people are funny people. Okay? <laughs> Get your pension. I love you, Dad. The state is not fickle. Your money will show up every on time. God's people? Uh, you know.
1: and, and And he's having an impact, and he's loving life, and he feels called. But I continue to remind him, dude stay in it and he yeah. knows it. i mean he knows yeah. he's he's smart yeah he's he's smart that way he's very savvy that way and i, and I, I salute all you, the brothers like, and are sisters are you definitely called to this he goes god chuck i feel like this is what i need to be this is why I, I feel like I, who yeah. i'm supposed to be is who i am right now when i'm doing this i'm like all right, yeah. man. right i'll
0: support you i'll i'll love you in it and yeah. God, yeah yeah i don't i don't dissuade i just let them know that it's real i i yeah. i i um It's got to be a calling. It's got to be, and it will reveal itself. Yes.
1: Yeah. It will
0: reveal whether you've been called by God or ego called. I said, there's three types of calls. (sighs) Yeah, but Ralph, there's God called, ego called, and mother called. And you will find out, (laughs) you will find out which calling you have. Just give it time. We'll find out.
1: Yeah. If it's an ego
0: call, you're going to be
1: humbled. So quicker than quick, quicker than quick.
0: I'm, I,
1: yeah, that's yeah. the crazy part about it. You know, I, 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 there's no reason I, there's, why would I want to put myself through this? Right. I right. mean, don't get me wrong. I love to preach. I love to teach. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, you know, let me, let me equip the saints, the saints who wanted, you know, who are committed, yeah. let's develop leaders. Right. Let me cast this unbelievable vision. Let me cast a vision for what we're supposed to be. You know, come September, that's my series of messages coming up, you know, you know, you know, the vision, you know, what's, you know, Right. Sticking to this vision, or what, I can't remember what I called it, but, right, you know, it, it's, you have to be, you have to be out of your mind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, hey, man, yeah. it, 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 to serve God costs you everything. And that's exactly. not only pastoring, that's every across everything across the line. Yeah,
1: you're right. You're you have exactly to be right. a
0: brave soul. I think I put this on Facebook. You have to be a brave soul to yeah. follow Christ 100%. Yeah. You've got to be a brave soul.
1: And, and I say, you know, and I know you say this, too, but
0: I say all that to
1: say I wouldn't want to be doing anything else right no, now. No, nah, nothing
0: else.
1: I can't do nothing else. I'm
0: hard at no, everything no, else.
1: No, that's true. I I don't know if I could do it. I, I probably could probably. Uh, I don't know if it's union or not, but like I could be a garbage man. I could
0: pick yeah. things up. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was I, talking to my I, son last night. I said, son, sometime, you know, I, I we're sitting by a bonfire just chilling. I said, sometimes I just want life to be this. Yeah. He said, Well, Dad, you know, because you're called, you're not going to be happy to just sit by a bonfire doing this. I said, you're, you're right. I said, But I would <laughs> like for life to just be.
1: No, you're exactly right. And so I was told one time that yeah, you could be a garbage man, Chuck, or you could pick up somebody else's trash, but you could be right. in relationship with every person on that truck. Yeah. And you know everything about that
0: person and so that you're meeting a need, you're meeting a pastoral need. Let me tell you something about garbage men and our sanitation department. If you're watching this, thank you. Yeah. Love oh God, you guys. Right? Our neighborhoods would be a mess. I used to work for sanitation park. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, summertime, summer job. I was young. Um uh, it was a temp job, right? It was, it was a temp agency called O'Connors or something. I don't know. But they O'Connors might have been the name of the and and it, the, the joke was at the time, it's um twelve dollars an hour and all you can eat. <laughs> <laughs> and that that's back when we had to throw it it so, uh, yeah. wasn't no big arm you know the oh no no now. I know I know. Hey, are yeah. you kidding me? I saw
1: a guy doing my recycling on 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 Monday yeah. I run I see him I'm, I'm walking by my front door I see him I, I whip open that front door I run out to my front steps yeah you know, my shorts and t-shirt I'm like, hey he goes yeah I'm like, thank you right
0: because, eh. like oh come on. Hundred degree weather, doing it. And all they, used, that. they used to give us water. People would run out beer to us. Yeah. You know, yeah. then they would want us to take some stuff that we shouldn't take, you know. <laughs> you know, get slide your extra forty dollars to throw it on the truck, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So but it hey, but but man, no. It's I, still, <laughs> it, it's a good kid. Get- man, let's talk about this. We have to. We have to talk about racism in the church. Yeah. We've got to yeah. talk about it. Um yeah. Um, you are probably the only white pastor I've talked to since all this stuff happened. Wow. No, I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. Uh, Donnie, Donnie. Um, I know, you know, Donnie Davis. I feel like I should. You, you guys are, are of the same cloth, man. I'm telling you, it, it, He's a guy. it's just like us. Yeah. Yeah. Next military guy. Right. Law and order every time. Great guy. Um, he has a heart for veterans. I'm going to have him on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, you know, there's such a divide. And I, I told you before, man. I went to a, a Christian school. Um, out of the 200 students, it might have been eight black folks. Yeah. And you know, that's where I got all my racism from. Christian yeah. school, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You, you know, I went to public school. And I went to Deborah I, I, high. I, went to, I, know, went I to know. Public school, when going on? Oh, you know, nobody was like, "Hey, okay, all right." You know. But I went to private school, man. I went. I went through the time when Roots was out, man, in the '70s. So. I was called Chicken George and Kunta Kente. And I look back, man, it, you know, and this is a Christian school. Right. You know, I was told by one of the teachers, man, she was going around. And this meant a lot. And I think I wrote about it in my book. I'm still talking about it because it affected me. She told all the guys in class, right, how handsome they would be when they grow up. Now, I'm eighth grade. My looks are, ma- right. are mattering to me at this time. Right. I'm in eighth grade. Right. I'm in that awkward stage. I wasn't as handsome as I am now. But anyway, I was... No, no, you're right. <laughs> I was in that awkward stage. So she goes around the room, man. She's telling everybody how, well, you know, what kind of men they're going to grow up and be. Handsome. And I said, well, what about me? Nah, you always just be cute. I said, okay. A baby's behind is cute. A monkey is cute. A puppy's cute. I will, not But just that kind You know, I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. You know, so I experienced all of my... Racial hurt, mo- it probably hurt the most because I didn't think it was supposed to happen in Christian school. When I, by the time I went to my high school, I expected it to happen, and it really didn't happen. No, no. Well, the, the unsaved weren't treating me like a second class citizen. Really? Oh, that's saved, surprising to me. Right, <laughs> the saved were. You know, <laughs> you know, the unsaved are like, hey, you know, hey, whatever, you know. Yeah. But I don't. So. Where is and, and where is the disconnect, man? And 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 I, I um, do 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 my do my white brothers preach about racism as strongly as they preach against abortion? As strongly as they preach against homosexuality? Do they take the time and say, "There's something else we need to be preaching against, and that's racism on every level"? Ralph, and
1: I, I'm going to say this to you right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say to you that your white brothers who are a little more liberal, yeah, they're preaching against racism. Right. Your brothers who are more progressive
0: mm-hmm.
1: are are preaching against racism. Right. Am I, am I, I, I mean, I, I can't tell you what I, I don't know, but right. I do know that it's white evangelicals aren't. No, right, right. Um, over the last two years, I felt more like a prophet than a preacher. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I, I've explain, talked, that, uh,
0: explain that to everybody. Okay.
1: I, I feel like, and I, I've said, so I've been, you know, basically you're calling people out. Yeah. You're calling people out. If we're going to, if we're called to be, you know, if we're going to be followers of Jesus Christ, this is not, you know, this is how we should be. Right. Um. Do you remember, so was it two, three years ago when everything was coming out, the Me Too, you, uh, the hashtag Me Too right uh, movement, right? And, yeah. you know, of course there are people, in the church who were, you know, grumbling about, more, more conservatives were, you know, grumbling about that and blah, blah, blah. And I remember I preached two, three sermons right in a row about that. Okay. You know, about how we're supposed to respect women. Right. You know, we're, we're not supposed to treat them as property. I can't remember the message. Right. But there was this constant calling out. This was speaking on God's behalf that, Where there's injustice, where there is a lack of compassion, a lack of mercy, Um, you know, this idea of Black Lives Matter. Oh, no, all lives matter. Well, all (laughs) lives can't matter unless Black Lives Matter first.
0: Right, right.
1: You know, or people of color,
0: their, their lives matter. Now, what happens to you if you say that from your traditional pulpit, Black Lives Matter? They're going to run you out of there, bro. I don't care. Yeah, I
1: know. Yeah. I mean, I, I, so you understand that when this yeah. whole thing happened, the police department of both my communities, Riverside and Delanco asked me to march into Black Lives Matter. Right. March, okay. And I, of course I did. I was planning on doing it anyway. Right. I planned right. on spending time with them and spending time with the people who are actively involved in it. And right. of course, and then people are like, well, why didn't you wear a mask? goes back to mass now. I said, you know why I didn't wear a mask, right? Right. I said, and I I wasn't being facetious at all. Yeah. I said to them, I said, if God's going to protect anything in me, God's going to protect me at that moment more than if I invited a bunch (laughs) of y'all back to church. Right. Yeah. Because people need to see Chuck Mitchell's face. Right. So every picture, every moment, every video, every whatever. Yeah. They need to see this face. Yeah. So yeah, I'm preaching against racism.
0: Yeah. I know you are. I
1: just want I wanted to ask I you this publicly. That's I don't I don't understand why it doesn't get preached yeah. against. Yeah. I I'll never forget when I first I preached on it when I first was my first church is small little church down in Pensgrove, right? Right. I preached it. And I'll never forget it, a couple people came, up, "Oh, I'm not like that. I'm not like that." And I'm like, "Okay. So take it for what it is." Yeah. You know, Jesus flipped over tables in the temple, not because of people were ch- exchanging money. I mean, I'm sure that was part right, of it, but right. it, a lot of it had to do with the fact that there wasn't a place for the Gentiles, non-Jews to, to worship. Right. And so you're all getting in a way. Right. Yeah. So, you know, and I linked that to racism or whatever. And yeah, the reason yeah. why I did that was because I was one of my friends who was, I was in seminary with, a woman in my congregation, couldn't believe he and I were walking around the community together. Right. Okay. Okay. Wow. And I'm like, wow. why, because he's black? Yeah. Goes, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and so I yeah. find it, I think, yeah, you're right. I So here's the deal. I think people are afraid they're going to get run out of their churches. Yeah. I think pastors and preachers are afraid they're going to get run out of their churches. I think they're going to, they're afraid they're going to lose members. They're afraid they're going to lose people. Right. They're going to lose tithe. They're, they're going to lose the yeah. offering. They're, they're yeah. not worried about what God thinks of them. Right. That's the crazy part about it. Yeah. They don't think they don't for one thing, they're not saying, How's this going to not affect my relationship with them? How's this going to affect my relationship with God? Right. Right. They're not even thinking God's kingdom at all. No. Yeah. They're not yeah. thinking of God values. Right. You know, they're not thinking of God's approach to people. Yeah. They're not right. thinking about my approach to you, your approach to me, but more more than anything else, my approach to you. Yeah. That's yeah. a thing. It's like I need to be more concerned about my approach to you than what you think of me. Right. Right. I'm smart. Yeah. You know, listen, you have plenty of friends. You have plenty of people in your life. you got enough people in your life that love you, who support you, who are with you in this. Right. Right. But if people don't know that I'm with you in this, then what's the point? What's the point? Yeah. Why am I doing this? Yeah. If I can't walk, if I can't, you know, come alongside of my, 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 my pastors, my friends of color, then why am I like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's, 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 I don't get like, and I believe again, I, you go the further South, you go in New Jersey, the further you get below the Mason Dixon line, you know, the Confederate flags wave a little bit higher. Yeah. You know, it's, it's different, man. And like, I'm not even like, I know Millville. I right. know that happens in Millville, but I'm talking places like Salem and Quentin. And yeah. 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 And, yeah, yeah. you know, um, uh, whatever, there's little alloway And, 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 and all we
0: stuff. have to remember as as believers. Now, y'all, we getting getting super spiritual. But don't churn the channel. Subscribe anyway. We got to <laughs> understand that all this is, is what we call spiritual warfare. Yeah. If our enemy can divide, and going back going back to what we talked about, if we really ever got it together and became kingdom-minded over everything, man, it's nothing. Seeking first the kingdom of God, of righteousness, and everything else will be added unto you. There is nothing that we could not accomplish as a body of believers if we come under that flag of true Christianity. And I'm not talking about American gospel. I'm talking about biblical Bible gospel. I ain't talking about America. You're not talking about nationalism? No, wait, that's a whole nother show for another day, man. I'm talking, I'm I'm talking, talking about waving that American flag at the front of your sanctuary. No, no. Remember that? Every church, it was the American flag and the, um. remember the Christian flag? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh God, yeah. And, and, and so a friend of mine
1: at First Moravian Church in Riverside, there, and you have to understand, there are more of a liberal progressive denomination, right? Right, right, right. She moved a flag out into the lobby. You would have thought she was desecrating <laughs> really? the sanctuary. Wow. And I'm like, and I said to her, I said, Rebecca, you're a liberal. Like, I get it if I did that at my church. Right, yeah.
0: Which yeah, I yeah. did, but I get yeah. it if you did it in my <laughs> church. You're but, radical, man. You're radical. They don't know what they got over there Gibbs Town. I know uh, what they got. Yeah, they don't yeah. know it yet. I know what they got. Well, you know what it is,
1: Ralph. You plant it in the you plant in the heads and hearts of somebody else and let them do it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You influence the influencers. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, and you're right, that's for another time, but yeah. I I can't imagine. Well, isn't it isn't that why Jesus took the disciples to Caesarea Philippi? Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is the world you're going to contend with. Yeah. And, you know, on this, I will build my kingdom or, you yeah. know, you'll, yeah. you'll advance against the gates of hell. Right. Yeah. You imagine if we were all in this together, like yeah. literally, if we were, and not, not to quote high school musical or anything like that, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> if we were literally in all this together uh-huh. and we weren't worried about you being a better preacher than me or me, you know, being a better preacher than this other person or this bigger congregation. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. You know, what kind of world would we be living in right now? Yeah. It wouldn't be a graceless age, Ralph. It would be, it would be your kingdom come, your will be done on earth earth as it is in heaven. As it is in heaven. Exactly right, brother. Bringing heaven to earth. Yeah. I mean, last time I checked, heaven is, place where all tribes and nations are together, praising God. You are the lamb of God, the lamb of God that is on the throne.
0: Right. Every tongue. Yeah. We're going to get there, brother. You just keep on being who God called you to be, man. You just keep on doing what you're doing. And uh, I appreciate our friendship and I love pastoring. I love having pastoring friends like you. Hey guys, if you're a believer and you're watching this, you know, just uh, be committed to where God has planted you. Get involved where God has planted you. You know, none of this works without without you guys. If you are not a believer and you think that it requires all of the, I got to do something first. I got to cut my hair, I got to get my tattoos removed. I got to take out my piercings. I don't see that in the Bible. The Bible says this in John three sixteen. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And here's my favorite word, that whosoever, Mm-hmm. whosoever, anybody, whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You come to Jesus Christ on that first, just as you are. And as you grow in him, Chuck, I always found this interesting it Happened in my life. I didn't stop doing anything, but as I grew in Christ, he removed things right. from me that I once had to taste for. Right. It had nothing to do with me. So I'm challenging, or I'm just issuing that, that invitation to non-believers but guys thanks for watching the show thanks for sitting down with me and my buddy um, Pastor Chuck Mitchell if you're ever in the area of Gibbstown, New Jersey Chuck, where can they find you online because this is global man I got people
1: Alright, so that. you understand that this church doesn't have a website and I'm working on that right now
0: Okay, alright so
1: right okay. I'm, I'm on Facebook Okay You know, find me on Facebook find me uh, YouTube channels Clonmel uh, C-L-O-N-M-E-L-L uh, The messages are on there you can subscribe to it um, you can find me there.
0: Um, Are you building a website now? Yeah. Okay. All right. Just want to let man. you know my, my daughter does that sort of thing. If you need help. Oh, does she really? Yeah. All right. I, I'm just putting it out there. Hold no, me. I appreciate that, man. Um, <laughs> but can they find you teaching anywhere? Do you, do you teach sometime on your Facebook channel or anything? Um, yeah, on, for right now for Sunday mornings. Okay.
1: Um, Very but good. You know, after that, ho- I've been writing some things down. We I'm, I'm hoping to do like a missing pieces series during the week. I right. think I to say in the message, but didn't get right.
0: it. <laughs> Brother, I love you, man. Hey, man I love, love you, too. Guys, you have been watching. You have been listening to The Ralph Graves Jr. Show. Again, like and subscribe. If you like it, hit like. Subscribe to the channel. See what's going on. Thank you for checking us out. And uh, Chuck, thanks for hanging with me, man.
1: Ralph, well, thank you. I love you, man. Thank I love you, so too. Much. Talk
0: to you guys later.